episode will just... We're recording now. Oh, we started it now? <laughs> What's oh. up and welcome back to Broside Broadcast. My name's Derek. And my name's Blake. And we've missed you. Hopefully you've missed us. We appreciate you. We'll be back for a long time. We're here for a, a good time and a long time. Life's been busy this year, but I went off and I was a producer of another podcast that is no longer... What have you been up to, Blake? Uh, well, I've been doing the New Orleans thing that I do, and that basically is just me living here. I tell my wife almost monthly that we need to move down there, especially because she had to change in her employment. So in my opinion, I'm like, why is what's the reason to not move down there? I can give you a handful of reasons that you should, but I know you guys have family and friends up there and... It would be she does. I wasn't gonna say it, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I would be happy moving just about anywhere other than living in southeastern Kentucky, but it's neither here or there. So let's get into uh some of the topics we have for our loyal listeners. And uh that's some of the episodes that you all can expect coming up. Like I said, we'll be around for a long time. We have pretty much the entire content schedule planned out for next year which i'm really excited about same i'm excited that, that that's my excite if you can't that's tell my, blake is <laughs> blake is ecstatic when i get excited i make sure that i keep it at a normal tone i don't i don't uh i don't get too emphatic blake's staying calm because he knows you all are about to get really excited we are bringing back scene core jeopardy and if you enjoyed the episodes from the past you better listen now because they are about to be gone. We are starting fresh. We're going to have new categories, new contestants from other shows. Looking at you, Sean, from Metal Corner. Right. Let's see how nerdy you are for the scene. <laughs> He's nerdy enough, for sure. It's in the na- it's in yeah. the name. Then we'll have our typical top album songs, which will be a two-parter probably for both because we did not talk about music for nine months. And if you want to include some of the episodes earlier from this year, it's probably been closer to like a year. You didn't hear us talk about music for about nine months, but we talked about music. We've still been listening to music. Yeah, a lot of music. More music than normal. But I think that's for another episode, right? Right. And if you all want to join our Discord, we would love to talk to you. We have a lot of fun channels in there. We talk about movies. We talk about food. And just all sorts of stuff. So there will be a link in our uh, description. Just scroll down and join and you can have almost 24-7 access to us. Yeah, we we run special. uh, (laughs) I'm making it sound like we run specials. Like it's a, I don't know, you said food and now I want to run specials. But we do special things on our Discord. It was Black Friday just two days ago. And uh (laughs) our black friday special was the same price it didn't change but we do a lot of fun things on there uh zero zero dollars to join (laughs) before zero dollars to join right but we also have a new game style episode not just seeing core jeopardy that we're excited to uh start and we're going to keep that under wraps until it releases. So they'll just have to be a surprise. And then we will have some music predictions for 2024. And you'll probably get that episode at the end of December, if I had to guess. It's a good lineup. I'm pretty excited for these episodes. 
I'm mostly excited to have new people on the show, like Sean from Metalcore Nerds. I'm pretty stoked about all these new things we have coming up for these episodes. With that said, let's go into some, I guess, at this point, some old news, but the Slipknot drummer got kicked out of Slipknot. Jay Jay Weinberg. The now ex-drummer of Slipknot. Well, Derek, a lot of people were shocked about this. I was. Of course, Joey Jordanson. I was too. And it's shocking, but I think that why I said that was because there are other people acting like other people shouldn't have been shocked because he was a fill-in drummer. I mean, I, I get that perspective, but at the same time, he's been their drummer for what? 13 years now or something crazy but more importantly i don't know if you've seen the picture of jay weinberg as a i think he was maybe 10 years old with his father and meeting slipknot Mm -hmm. for the first time with the uh first rendition of Corey taylor's mask on so he's been a fan not only the drummer but he's been a fan of slipknot before he was even the drummer it looks like Jay joined Slipknot officially in 2014. So going on 10 years now, so long enough that you can't say that he was just a fill-in. Right. And so when he joined the band, you know, it was with open arms. Everybody thought it was a very good replacement for, well, of course, Joey can't be replaced, but... I mean, let's get real honest here, like... To your casual listener, mm-hmm. no one would ever know that there was another drummer. Absolutely not. It's only for the people who get super nerdy about things. Like, at the end of the day, you're just a metal mm-hmm. drummer. I'm not trying to, like, <laughs> discount anyone or say that people don't have their specific styles. But at the end of the day, you're a drummer. Mm-hmm. Jay Weinberg is a- is absolutely talented and definitely played Joey Jordanson's parts very well. And... He added an extra flair to mm-hmm. Slipknot that I really appreciated. He played pretty heavy. And what's next for Slipknot at this point? I'm really not sure because there was an interview that I saw with him recently with uh, Corey Taylor that he said he has maybe five mm-hmm. years that he expects to like still play music because whenever he broke his neck, I think it was... Mm-hmm. And he was like still playing through that and everything. I guess he's still in pain now from that. So playing live shows, I'm sure that is difficult. But it's a shame that like with their last album wasn't really well received by fans and did not sound like a Slipknot album. I don't know what type of album they... And this is something I was thinking about earlier. It, You know, everyone would absolutely love another album to sound like Iowa, like an Iowa part two, maybe. But I don't think at this point that they're ever going to try to make that album. Mm -hmm. So what album is next for Slipknot? And is there a new drummer that they're looking at? Is is he already in the spot as their drummer and we're waiting for an announcement? See, I've seen some things online about how it was like a business decision. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that I have to say to that is like, you can't play without a drummer. <laughs> so, like, someone still has to get paid. So, what, you're taking maybe 50% more? Right. And considerably, business is good. You're Slipknot. Your last albums aren't the best, but you're still Slipknot. You still have a brand. So, business is good. 
It's like breaking yeah. up with a girlfriend because it's working. It's like taking a will off your car. Okay. And being like, I did this because it's cheaper to not have a tire. Okay. And it's like, well, yeah, that's true. But you can't drive this car now because <laughs> you need all four tires. Right. It's like... It's like, no, well, the band... Well, the like, you can throw <laughs> on the spare. Have you ever been driving down maybe, like, the interstate and saw, like, someone driving without a tire? And it's just, like, a sparking brake uh, disc? Maybe this is what the band mm-hmm. thought. Maybe Corey yeah. and Clown got together and they're like, we need a spark. Let's That's just take the, the tire off and drive yeah, without. Yeah, let's just... Yeah, and you know, hopefully <laughs> there will be flames. That's the spark. Um, I thought you were going to... Maybe this got some people to go listen to their music for like a day or two. Yeah. Uh, Maybe that's someone, the spark. Yep, the new album. They listened to the... Someone listened to the whole album in full. Actually, they listened to the EP that was just released. That is just sounds. Because that's what you do. Well, thankfully, I have found a band this year called Slip... Not, not, <laughs> not called Slipknot. Slip, not. <laughs> <laughs> not Slip. <laughs> called Pelface Swiss. They yeah. were originally just called Pelface, mm-hmm. but I'm guessing there was some sort of legality issue right. there. So they are called Pelface Swiss. There was a mariachi band uh, that threatened to sue them because they were the first Paleface. Blake's just bullshitting right now. Yeah, yeah I am. I am. I, I'm trying to think of a reason. But they are a Swedish metal band, which I think the other band I like called Alt is also Swedish. We already know that heart, the heavy hitters are in Australia. There's something overseas about... In Australia? Yeah. They're from Sweden. Well, no. Well, okay. Just non, non-American oh, you mean like bands. Historically, yeah, like... Right. They're just heavier. Not If you're not American and you're playing heavy music, you're most likely to be heavier. Swiss, Australian. I think it's the living conditions. Maybe so. They're just very legitimately angry. The anger or the aggression or the passion comes from a honest place. Yeah. Swiss, Whereas, Switzerland. like, if you're living in Ohio, mm-hmm. like, you're mad about taxes and, you know, potholes in the road. God forbid Slipknot's car hits that pothole. I think that the issue that Slipknot is having as a band is they've reached the same problem that Green Day has as a punk band in 2023. And like, what was it? 2003 when American Dream or American Idiot Dream, American Idiot came out. And I guess I wasn't really in the music. No, back Mm -hmm. then I was just like an 11 year old. But I think a lot of the punk scene like felt that they were selling out at that point, which you have to think like punk comes from a place of like not being a millionaire. So now Slipknot is a bunch of millionaires and they can no longer like really relate with their earlier yeah. days. So something like in Iowa too will never come to fruition. Right. So we're getting the American idiot version of so, so Slipknot's going to release their own American idiot. Exactly. It's going to be a, a metal opera. But, I mean, Green Day sold out whenever they released their first label um, album, which was Dookie. So the punk scene had labeled them sellouts mm-hmm. at that point, and Green Day Forever okay. was held accountable for being sellouts. But American Idiot definitely was 
a, a change of, of pace for them. Not my favorite record, but yeah. Anyways, Pale Face. And it was probably a bad comparison, well, like comparing Green Day to like Slipknot. Because like that different definitely took different directions. Yeah. Like, because... I got where you were going with it because... Green Day went one direction, Slipknot mm-hmm. went the other. But at the end of the day, Slipknot's going to try to play without a drummer who knows i just or just yeah. hire another i just one. think it would have been impressive to see uh jay weinberg play and you know just the band just seems like they're falling apart did you never get to see him play uh it was it's been on my bucket list for ever since i've listened oh, wow. to slipknot and this was like 1999 uh first time i heard slipknot and uh i've, I've never gotten wow. to see it but i i think i'm past that point of wanting to see Slipknot live mm-hmm. or wanting to scratch it off my bucket list because now it's not going to be barely any original members. They're older. I would have loved to see them in their prime with the, the more raw energy. So like you said, you're, right. to your it's point, like- they can't relate anymore. They're just... It's kind of like if you go to Vegas and watch Barry Manilow or some one of those Vegas um, people play. Like Slipknot just plays uh, at near casinos now. So for everyone who listened to, I guess, what we can call the first iteration of Broside earlier this year, we spoke a lot more about pop culture and TV shows, movies, things like that. And we're going to keep doing that. Not maybe to the level that we did before, but we're going to make like a mix of what old Poolside podcast was, if you know, you know, and Broside. So we're going to talk about music, talk about video games, maybe sometimes, Mm -hmm. uh, movies, TV shows, and things like that. That way we're not limited to what we can talk about because... I'm sure Blake can agree. There's not always an album that I'm crazy about. Right on. And there's always a movie that's coming out that I'm more stoked about than a new album coming out. So Scream 7, when that comes out, that's going to be something I'm going to want to talk about. (laughs) Even though there's a lot of Scream 7 news going on right now, it would be a long rant for me to go on. But that would definitely be something we would talk about. I got a PlayStation 5. I've been trying to play games lately. Maybe we'll talk about games, but it's definitely topics that we want to touch on. And, you know, let us know what you think about that in comments for sure. And let us know what you want us to talk about if there's something that you're interested in our opinion on. There is a little, like, box on Spotify. If you're on the app right now, you can scroll down. It'll say, what did you think about this episode? Feel free to share your thoughts if you like something, if you don't like something. That way we can make improvements if you didn't like something. So share your thoughts with us of what you want to hear about. And if it fits the scope of the show, maybe we'll talk about it. And on that note, speaking in terms of pop culture, Marvel is bringing back the OG Avengers. At least they are talking about it to the point of it being news. Didn't we have a conversation about this couple of weeks ago, maybe? I, I'm sure yeah, we did. I, I found this take to be maybe just a little desperate on Marvel's part. Their movies are kind of tanking. So I think they just really want to reel it back in. And the best way to get the 
viewer's attention is in a moment of desperation, bring back the original cast. So for anyone who keeps up with the Marvel movies coming out, the actual movie, The Marvels, recently released, I think, three weeks ago at this point? Yes. I think it was the lowest profitable. I'm not sure if it's even profitable <laughs> yeah, because right. at this point, it has only 50. reached $200 million worldwide. Mm-hmm. And it was only $47 million opening weekend. And that would be fine if it were like if some sort of like... it wasn't a Marvel movie. Because Marvel movies already have the highest standard. Yeah. If it were like an independent filmmaker, like coming from Sundance or Sundance Film Festival. Good for you. That would be a major achievement. Guess what? You have made your career. You're doing well. But in this case, it's not. And it's it's a major decline. Were you invested enough in the side characters for them to keep on having spinoffs? Well, I can't speak for everybody. But personally, I think they could have stopped. I'm sure for like comic fans and people like really invested in the characters, Mm -hmm. they probably have a much different take and opinion. And that's fine. I'm not saying that our opinion is everyone's anything like that. I'm just saying from my experience that after Infinity War and Endgame, that I really could not Mm -hmm. care less about anything coming out. And I think to a certain degree, because we are in this realm, casual fans Mm -hmm. of, you know, the series or, you know, the franchise, that our opinion probably holds more true to your everyday person going to see the movie. Exactly. I, I think the thing is, is that the concept of adding, having sideshows of characters and building up side stories is an awesome idea. And I think Marvel just had enough money Mm -hmm. and enough attention to, to do it, but it would be great. It's just a great idea for almost anything that can be, could be made, but for Marvel, it ended up being Marvel and Marvel themed things. So like me personally, maybe like, I don't know, another movie that could have been broken down into TV series with side characters, which the Batman, they started doing. See, I think the comparison between Marvel movies and DC is that while DC may not have a universe as well glued together Mm -hmm. as well as what Marvel did, at the same time, I think that's their strength because... Everything is kind of its own standalone thing. Like, you don't have to enjoy Justice League to enjoy the Joker movie. Because those are two completely separate things. And I think that's why people are able to enjoy those. Because they don't have to be completely invested thinking that they're missing out on something. Or missing out on certain details or character they don't know. My thing is with Marvel is if I've if I know that I have to watch all mm-hmm. this stuff just to like watch the next thing that actually deters me from watching because I don't like having to be I don't know like going on 20 yeah. years of having to watch something 
that that's homework it's, at yeah, that point. It's, it's a chore. It's, you know, it's an, it's an obligation at some point. And as a kid, I would appreciate that. And But you're dealing with a just much larger audience. It made sense, like, I guess whenever I was a teenager and, you know, we were in our younger mm-hmm. 20s to keep up with that right. stuff. Because that's what being in that age group is, is keeping up with that stuff. We have jobs. You have a family. (laughs) You have a job. I have a full-time job. I have my own interest outside of Marvel. And I just, I don't have the time to keep up with this ongoing thing. Like, every story needs its end. And, like, even if they did bring back the OG Avengers, like, sorry if this is a spoiler at this point, but, like, Iron Man died. Wait, what? Like, it's over. <laughs> Dude, sorry. Okay. I really wanted to start doing the show with you again, but like that's just you're not being a good friend. <laughs> okay, I knew that. But Iron Man died. Iron Man died. However, Robert Downey Jr. did not and die. He, and he was in the uh, movie Oppenheimer earlier this year. I say this as a white man that's 31 <laughs> years old. 1010 10 movie. <laughs> Oh, full self-awareness. Right. I know that's the widest man thing that it gets is when someone enjoying that movie. But when someone starts a sentence off, I say this as a white man. I get scared. That that's fair. Right. Uh, which Oppenheimer? I absolutely want to see that movie. Did you know they're making a Barbenheimer movie as like a joke comedy parody thing? Probably, yeah. Depends on who's making it, what studio type thing, but... Did you know that Barbie made $1.4 billion? People were so worn out on Marvel movies that they that Barbie was refreshing. And I'm not saying Barbie was bad. I'm, I liked the Barbie movie. But it's this effort to keep pushing something that like what Marvel is doing when... You kind of need to take a break on some things and let let things breathe. And when you don't do that, you yeah. get, you know, unexpected movies, you know, doing way more numbers than Marvel movies at this point. That's because people just want to watch new movies. Like there is nothing new about right. Marvel movies at this point. It's a new idea. I think people are getting really burnt out on superhero movies. And I mean, the last good superhero movie I saw was The Batman. And I think the next Batman movie is supposed to come out next year. And when I say next year, I'm saying 2025 because right. we're basically at the end of this year. So if that's <laughs> the case, I am very excited about that. Are you excited about uh, Joker 2 coming out? I'm excited about it. I'm curious about the musical aspect of it. As your friend, I'm pretty sure that I remember that you also do not like musicals. Yeah, it's a big no for me. Big no. It looks like their release date for Joker 2 or Joker Folliado is Mm -hmm. October 4th. So I think the musical aspect is going to be something along the lines of a star is born because lady gaga is in the movie i don't think it's they're going to break out Mm -hmm. in a number or something that's just not going to fit the movie yeah if that's the case i'm totally behind it Mm -hmm. i can see how it makes sense with 
like the dancing and stuff that he would do sometimes. Like from that aspect, it makes mm-hmm. sense. Right. But if it's like high school musical, like full on music numbers, no, count me out. Exactly. I'm totally out of that. But I think that when people, when they dropped the studio, when they dropped the name, the, uh, well, when they said that it was going to be a musical, I think that's what initially all our minds went to. Like, is this high school musical Joker? But what I initially thought was, <laughs> okay, Lady Gaga and maybe A Star is Born, except Joker doesn't kill himself at the end. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> Joker doesn't unalive himself you know, <laughs> at the end. God. <laughs> so I was at the gym uh, like two weeks ago and they were just mm-hmm. playing Joker on the TVs and it straight up showed the scene of him shooting the uh, guy in the head. Well, when you need motivation to work out, you know, everybody's motivation is a little different, you know. Speaking about motivations on a completely yeah. unrelated topic, <laughs> you wanted to talk about the Grammys. Uh, yeah, I did want to bring up the Grammys and, you know, speaking of musicals, I'm sure they have a category that I would not be interested in because I'm really not interested in the Grammys. When was the last time that you watched the Grammys? I'm not sure I ever have actually. I think I was a kid. I mean, maybe when I was like 10 years old. Right. It was just an event. It was on TV. We had nothing better better to watch. Yeah. I just I'm wondering I'm wondering if it's becoming irrelevant and how much of it really matters. There was something that I shared with you recently. It was about billboard numbers. Beartooth had shared their billboard numbers. Right. And just my personal opinion about billboard numbers, Grammys, anything where someone gets an award for being number one. I don't really think it means anything because so many people get called number one that it's basically lost its meaning at this point. Right. And, you know, how many people are actually working for the the accolade of having a Grammy? You know, is I don't think Beartooth is maybe dreaming about getting a Grammy. If we're wrong, Caleb Shomo, let us know. But... To me, because I'm not a musician who would ever be involved in the Grammys in mm-hmm. any regard, all I see it is 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 like a flex, I guess. Uh, but like for who? <laughs> if you're at the levels of being in the Grammys, like you already have connections, you already yeah. have all the things that someone would want to be successful. So all it is is mm-hmm. like this little trophy. True. I get like the Oscars way more yeah. than I get the Grammys. Well, yeah, I get, yeah, I definitely under, I get that too. And if I'm in a band, I'm going to put myself in their position. If I'm in a band, I'm really working hard. I want to be successful. I think, I, you know, I just want to tour. I want to have good numbers for our views on my YouTube videos. I want to have enough followers and listeners on my Spotify account, merch sales. If if I see people wearing my band shirt or my merch, you know, I feel like that is successful. See, to me, it, it becomes one of those things that you get to a level of success that you have to, I guess, seek those kind of validations. And I, and I don't mean to like overcomplicate yeah. anything or like to get too like stoic about it, but like if your fans enjoy your music, 
you're really successful with it. You're having like good tours, I guess, like selling a good amount of merch and things like that. What does like a Grammy really do for you? Did you play sports when you were a kid? No. Okay. Well, definitely not going to one up you here. Uh, but I played sports when I was a kid and I didn't get first place, second place or third place. I got the participation trophy. Okay. You showed up. So (laughs) I never really dreamed of having the trophy. That's my opinion of the Grammys is that it's Mm -hmm. like a participation trophy. Uh, there was something I saw just like a day or two ago about like Lana Del Rey didn't know that you had to submit your music to be nominated. Right. So it's the fact that like. You are putting your own music out to be nominated. It's not this organic thing. So like, yeah, it's like a s- someone could have the best-selling album in the world. Thing. I don't know. Yeah, like someone could have the best-selling album. You're trying to prove it to everyone else that you had the best album. As where I would have just been yeah. proud to have written a very good album. If I have yeah five albums and one of them is my favorite. I feel that's a success. Like what impact does that have on a listener who listens to music and is like, you know what? I would really enjoy this music more <laughs> if it had more Grammys. Right. Well, I, Hey, actually, um, I only listen to Grammy music because that's what's accepted. So unless it's a Grammy, I'm not going to be able to listen that's to it. That's a good it. point. Right. So it's, it doesn't give anyone outside of Grammy nominations the exposure that they deserve. So let's talk about one thing, and it's I think it was the band Turnstile. Mm-hmm. They got nominated, I think it was 2023, and if they did not win, if I remember correctly, they lost to someone like Metallica or one of mm-hmm. those dad rock bands, and a lot of people were angry. But like to me, it's the fact that they were even on the same that they were even in the same conversation. Right. That I think that says a lot. That's a success. That That's a win in the scene, I feel. And that is one foot in the door, maybe like a toe in the door. But to me, it's like how many people who listen to scene music are watching the Grammys? Because that does a lot for the band, but... Mm-hmm. Unless they are getting up there giving a shout out to every band in the scene, I don't think that does anything for the scene. And then at what point are you like going after a completely demographic? There's just like a lot of like roadblocks. Right. It's like, why does scene music need validation from people who are not in the scene? You know, I don't, I don't even know if it's... Welcome the, back to Broside Broadcast. I have some difficult questions. That's right. My name's Blake, and I'm Derek, and <laughs> it's, I don't it's know... It's been a fun nine months. Yeah, it's, yeah, here we are. We have a lot to say, and we're trying to shove it all in one, <laughs> just shove it all in one episode, you know. Um, we have like five minutes left. Yeah. And this is what we're talking about. That's right. We don't have all the answers. No. If no. you have the answers, leave it, comment, start, like, subscribe. And start your own podcast. <laughs> yeah. And then come be a guest on our podcast. We'll be a guest on your podcast. So, hey, Derek, let's go full circle on this. Okay. If Hit me the, with it. All right. Get ready. And I'll give you a p- participation trophy after this. Okay. So, the scene hits the Grammys and we have... Let's 
throw out some band names. I don't know. Spirit Box, um, Silent Planet. Uh, Beartooth. Brand of Sacrifice. Okay. They're all nominated. Okay. All these scene bands are nominated. And one of them wins. Are we now... Are Is the scene now selling out? It depends on the fan base mm-hmm. and if they decide that they like it or not. Because the last time I checked... People are okay with things if they like it, but if they're not mm-hmm. okay with it, then it's a negative. Look, my point is there's a lot of old people making decisions that are not really mm-hmm. reflecting the music that's really relevant in, in the time. And I feel like the Grammys could be a good platform to showcase a lot of good music that is not being shown. I know that Spirit Box did have a nomination but it was in the same category as like Metallica, Motorhead, and I like I think the Black Keys, I think it was, but it's just like these are just why are we still talking about these old bands? Just like my conversation about the Beatles. Yes, the Beatles were influential to music and a lot of people, a lot of bands that we listen to these days, but we've moved on since then. There is new music and better music that has been made since. So why can't we recognize the bands that are really putting in the work or the artists that need to be recognized? I don't know who's making these decisions. I need answers. Comment your answers. Okay. So first off, <laughs> so so before I address your uh, questions, I yeah, just want th- to thank uh, you. go ahead and give my stereotypical uh it's a, it's bad joke but what you just said reminds me of like the uh ghost adventures uh-huh. intro we want answers we want it. there are things in this world that we will never fully understand understand we want answers so to give you my opinion of why the same old metal bands and rock bands get those nominations and win them is for the same reason that people buy their loved ones. The Walmart hot sauce. Ooh, the, like the, and it's like, okay, the, so the box? it falls into this category. Yeah. The, the, gift, box the gift box. Yeah. So if someone goes to Walmart. They're like, you know what? I know this person, they love hot sauce. There's a six pack here for $15, they will love it. Would you look at because that? Because they it's, love hot sauce. Oh, they're going to love this. Because there's no way that this person who loves hot sauce doesn't own the best hot sauce already. There's no way. Yeah. They have definitely never seen this Mm-mm. before. No, this is this is a this is prime. Exactly. So, it's the same thing when it comes to music is that the people who run the Grammys they're like, oh, well, this is rock. This is metal. So this is what the, you know, these bands, of course, Metallica has like probably the highest mm-hmm. follower account of a metal band because they've been around for the last 40 years, 45 years. Mm-hmm. These other smaller bands don't, can't even compete with that. Or like, I think Ozzy Osbourne won last year, if I'm mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Everyone knows yeah. knows who Ozzy is. And it's like Metallica put out an album so th- this that's year. That's what I but think it is. Yeah, and I, that's a great analogy because it's like, oh, my my uh, 
my grandson no i'm like i'm not i'm not gonna go there but no that that's a perfect that's a perfect analogy and it's it's like the metallica metallica put out a record this this year and gets nominated for it but no one's talking about any songs off of that record we're still talking about stranger things metallica yeah should have just nominated them which is a great point like i don't know any (laughs) any new metallica songs since like 2009 2009 when they released death magnetic i know that album because i went and saw them Mm -hmm. back when they released that and like tickets were 60 bucks yeah because tiktok and social media wasn't around to like super inflate prices like let's not get twisted metallica until social media hit kind of was like falling off for a while maybe they wouldn't have even put out a new album if they didn't get that strangers things bump and they wouldn't have been nominated but i i hate to sound like this but i think a generation or two probably needs to die off before we actually get a decent Grammy show. I would say that's probably the case. In conclusion. And I, I think that if if bands in the scene really want that kind of reward show where they get recognized, it's going to take different record labels working together, which is not going to happen because it means that someone doesn't get to have their big name at the top of something. Right. So it's because of the lack of collaboration across record labels and like media outlets that we're probably never going to see something like that exist. And there's also a lot of bands and artists going DIY without record labels. Yeah. So it just seems like there's some old habits there. So personally, I would say that if a band really, really wants to like take off as much as like it's cringy at times, Mm-hmm. There, there's been at least maybe two or three songs I found this year from bands I had never heard of on TikTok. Yeah, that sounds weird, but like mm-hmm. there is some merit there. Don't only write like catchy courses to put on TikTok and then have a crap song. Like you still have to write a good song, but you can connect with this very specific audience because the algorithm does get tailored to your stuff. So you know, I hate giving TikTok you know yeah. some credit but it it's does facts. a pretty good job at that right and i mean it's the revival of pierce the veil you know it completely brought back their career yeah which it's crazy i grew up in a town that had a population of 8000 and there's like an arena that they built and everything and pierce the veil played there like a week ago mm-hmm. and the entire arena sold out there was people that drove like five hours to my hometown, <laughs> a super small hometown, to watch Pierce the Veil. Right. And the last time I saw them was in this venue outside of New Orleans that had no air conditioning. And there were like maybe 80, nah, maybe 100 people there. Yeah. Just to tie up the last little segment of the show, I want to talk about Spotify Wrapped real quick because... It is right around the corner. It should be coming out any day now. Yeah, they're about to be wrapped. Oh, my God. (laughs) Maybe Spotify should wrap their own wrapped. Wrappedception. Okay, continue. (laughs) 
Okay, so we've talked about it before on the show, but me and you both use an app called Spotistats. Yes. Not sponsored uh, by Spotistats, by the way. It Well, it's actually uh, Stats FM now. They had changed the name. Stats FM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Type both in. You'll... I call it Spotistats because I'm... It's cool. ...a boomer millennial. White and guy. And I like just calling things by what I remember them by. That's right. Just warn them before by saying you're a white man and they'll be prepared but yeah this is the last uh the last year of spotify wrapped and how do you think it's going to impact listening so this is why i named it the last year of spotify wrapped spotify has not come out and said that you know it'll be the end or anything however i do think that a lot more people are keeping up with their music listening habits Mm -hmm. with Things like Stats FM, Volt FM, Last FM, which, by the way, it's really weird that everything yeah. is FM in this category. Which is radio talk, but um, there's got to be something behind behind that. Maybe like it worked for one, and now it, it's common. What's your relationship with using that app? Spot Stats? Yeah. Like, how okay. do you typically use it? Do you use it daily, weekly? Mm-hmm. I use it daily. And the thing is, I know that you use it more analytically than I do. But I like mm-hmm. to I like to kind of look back on my trends and what I've listened to, how long I've listened to it, and uh, my like how many how much music I listen to in a day, I guess. I also use it to remind myself of artists that I want to listen to because there's so many there's so many albums and artists that I kind of forget but I know I want to get back into. Mm-hmm. So it's not so much on an analytical side, but it's I also like to use it in our Discord where I get to show people in our server stuff that I've been listening to recently, hoping that someone will see something interesting or maybe they'll find a new song or a new band that they like so it's it's more of a share thing see i kind of use it the same way as far as like going back to a band that you want to listen to more because it can kind of help you visualize to see oh i like this band i want to listen to them more and you know show mm-hmm. them higher up in the ranks. so i definitely get that because i've used it a similar way before right for me in the past I've got on these like trends of listening to the only to only one band for like 4 months and now like 3 years later after I've not listened to that band anymore they have super inflated numbers. So like there's newer bands that I find like Sleep Token I fell in love with mm-hmm. this year right. that I would prefer to show higher up on the uh yeah on the stats. Okay. Even though it doesn't really matter. <laughs> no. So, I mean, do you... And I know that you would never do this, but I can just see people using this in the wrong way where they would want to have... Okay, I'm just going to say it. Like, I can see people posting uh, things to show that Sleep Token was their number one listen to artist but I could also see them actually not listening to it, but more so maybe chasing the clout to show people that they are, in fact, a Sleep Token listener at 
spot number one. I definitely feel like that's some like a thing mm-hmm. to some degree. Like there, there's definitely like a non-zero number of people who do that. Right. Because if if you can think of it, it probably is it probably have happening yeah. out there. Because whenever like I was looking at uh, at my stats for uh, sleep token, I went and looked, and there are people with astronomical numbers mm-hmm. for listening to them. You think that is crazy to for someone to listen to like 150k minutes of music in a year? This person has 150k. On streams of sleep, sleep token. token. I can't fathom that, honestly. You know, there's music I love and stuff, but geez, at some point, like, that <laughs> has to get old. Like, that that can't be real. If it is, and you're listening to that, send us a message. Yeah, let us Just know. Just come on the show. I want to talk to you. We'll t- we have a lot to talk about. I want to know about. what your experience is. You're going to have to stop yeah. listening to Sleep Token for a second first. <laughs> but as soon as you do... <laughs> Just like, <laughs> thanks for listening to the show. First of all, I don't know how you have time, but but you <laughs> yeah, did. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how you have time either. But do you think that these stat apps will ever like make Spotify Wrapped go away? Do you think that people will stop caring about Spotify Wrapped because they can see on a daily basis what they're listening to? I think that Spot of Stats is for the person who wants to use it properly, who wants to gauge their listening habits properly. So I think this will affect Spotify Wrapped. Are you saying that you think that the other apps will start to do their own Wrapped? Well, they already do uh, their own Wrapped because last year uh, Stats FM... They did. Showed their own thing. Okay. Yeah. I forgot about that. Which I already like know the answer to like what I think. I don't yeah, think Spotify Wrapped is actually ever going anywhere. I think the question went over my head a little bit. If you think about it, think how many people share their Spotify Wrapped stats every single year. As soon as they share their stats, they can't wait until next year. They're already like planning yeah. their next... Spotify wrapped if they plan it. I don't know. I'm not trying to say that. <laughs> so it, it's free marketing for Spotify because yeah. for me, it was back in 2018. I saw other people were sharing their Spotify wrapped and I was using Apple music at the time. I was like, well, I want this. So I switched over to Spotify. Absolutely. And I completely agree with the marketing aspect. It's it's on everyone's stories. Everyone's posting their Spotify wrapped and there's someone on that's going to go through a story and see that and wondering how they got those stats and they want to show off their stats too. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that every year Spotify has an increase in subscriptions and listeners based yeah. on just Spotify wrapped. If you were to tell, I guess, a more casual listener of music what Stats FM or Volt FM or any of those stat apps were, do you think that they would really care? Because I don't think so. I think the stat apps are more for... That's what I was saying. It's more for people who want the actual analytics. Yeah. Like you see what time of on Spotify Stats or Stats FM, 
you see what times in the day that you listen to music more often. It will show mm-hmm. you those trends. Not a sponsor for Stats FM, unless. But anyways, you get to see. Let me share my, let's see, pulling up my spot of stats lifetime. I will go ahead go ahead and share my number one lifetime song right now is Coffin by Holding Absence at 65 streams, 250 minutes. And I know I've listened to that song that many times. Yeah, so for the record, Blake has had issues with getting his listening history uploaded and stuff like that. So for those of you who are like, well, that's nothing. He doesn't have his historical numbers in there. You have to email them often. It's still, I think it's still in beta version, but it's still very... I think they're just having an issue with yours because I got mine pretty easily. Yeah, but then it was like you have to email them one more time and... Um, See, that that's where the mess is. And that's yeah, where I think it's a bit exactly, of a headache. Exactly. And this is where I wish Spotify... I wish Spotify would just make their own version of this. Mm-hmm. Like, trust me, I enjoy Stats FM and everything, but really? there is a discrepancy between what Spotify rap shows and mm-hmm. what Stats FM shows. But I okay. because what Stats FM is is an API where it pulls information from Spotify, mm-hmm. and then it shows the visual of all that. Which, by the way. Anyone can make apps like this right? because all you have to do is Google, um, all you have to do is Google Spotify API or Spotify app and really anyone can make it. So why don't they just go ahead and do it for themselves? Why, why don't they? We want answers. And it's because of Spotify wrapped. Spotify wrapped probably makes them so much money mm-hmm. that it's not in their interest to show the year round stats oh right i see what you're saying we have to wait for it yeah at the end of the year so you know so do you ever think there would be a merge where or maybe spotify would buy stats fm well you already said that you said no they wouldn't do that because then yeah they're losing the gimmick quote unquote gimmick yeah so they they definitely will stay stay two separate things Unfortunately, but I thought it was a fun conversation to have. I just wanted to hear your thoughts on it. Well, initially, I, uh, you know, we have this in the notes. Derek and I share notes so we can get these episodes written and or at least have notes for everything. And this is how we communicate for the show. And I didn't do any research. I thought Spotify was ending wrapped. I thought there were... I thought no. <laughs> just because you put in no, no, I'm just pulling a YouTube gimmick here where I'm oh, okay making a clickbaity title. All right, yeah. well, all right, Shane Dawson, you win. <laughs> I clicked and uh, you fooled Before me. Before we started, we were talking about his uh, Chuck E. Cheese conspiracy and yeah, and the reused pizza. But we hope you've enjoyed this episode. It it's fun to be back. I definitely absolutely. You know, life goes by, and this is one of the things that kind of got put on the back burner for a while. But I'm glad that we're back. I'm glad that we have a calendar, and mm-hmm. ultimately, I'm glad that we still have people that like care to listen to us. So, right. thank you all for listening so much. 
Absolutely, because we can we have our own sort of Spotify stats that stats that Spotify provides for us that shows us the the statistics of our listeners and who's listening. And for the show being on pause for as long as it was, we still had people listening to our episodes, which is very encouraging. So we appreciate those people, and we're so very... I need a thesaurus, because if I say excited one more time, I'm uh, ecstatic. Uh, you are thrilled. I'm thrilled. You are ecstatic. I'm ecstatic. I'm... I'm... <laughs> you can't Wait, say that. I'm wrong, wrong. That out. Wrong. <laughs> just do a beep <laughs> but uh i'm i'm so happy for these new episodes coming out yeah we have a plethora of new episodes coming out we're excited about it we're going to be talking about our spotify wrapped in mm. a few weeks and yeah. talk about our top music of the year lots of fun things coming so yes. make sure you rate the show five stars on apple podcast spotify leave a review um, but honestly, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, just go ahead and switch over to Spotify. Not sponsored, yep. but we get better uh, stats yeah. of <laughs> listeners and stuff like that. And stats matter. Later, probably around January, January or February, we are going to have one bonus show a month. So you will only be able to access that through Spotify. So go ahead and switch if uh, you're not on there already. Yes. And now Blake's just looking at me in <laughs> awkwardness, so it's time to show, uh, close the show. Yeah, I'm just, per- I'm, I'm perplexed. I'm Derek. Uh, and I've been Blake. And you'll hear us next week.